Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Dane Wanderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. I was at a wedding this weekend and I got some of the uh, extra beer. So it's not good beer, but I have a lot of it now. So I'm pretty happy. How are you? Alex Finn. My mom went to a wedding recently and she was telling me how I would look okay with out hair because I have a fat head, but the groom did not look okay because you could see all the veins in his head because he did not have a fat head. <laughs> what? <laughs> ah, digest that. <laughs> and stay spapcock. Uh, so what kind of beer is it, Samson? <laughs> Miller Lite. Oh, come on. Hold on. You're going to knock Miller Lite? Live in the high life? Okay, here's the thing with Miller Lite, is that I can't get drunk off of it because it's basically like carbonated bread, and the alcohol percentage is so low, and my stomach only has so much volume, so I'm basically just like at my limit at three beers, and I'm bloated. So you got to drink them fast, so what you got to do is you got to crack the top, right? Punch a hole in the bottom. No, it's a volume thing. My stomach can only hold so much. Doesn't matter how fast I drink it. So, checkmate. Uh, oh, I'm actually not sure that's true. That my stomach has a finite volume? That drinking it quickly wouldn't mean that you couldn't absorb more alcohol faster. Because you fill up your stomach faster. Yeah, but then I throw up because I'm... It doesn't matter. I've thrown enough so, doubt no, onto this car. to rob you of victory, Samson, so... <laughs> Learn how to butt chug. Oh, oh that's, that's a sneaky strategy. <laughs> Ultimate <like> trump card. <laughs> Butt chugging. We do not recommend butt chugging. Yeah, that bypasses the liver and actually will yeah. cause you to die. Yeah. So don't do that, listeners. Also, like the logistics of getting butt chugging down is very complicated and it would be very messy trying to learn how. Listeners, imagine a star going across <laughs> the sky with a rainbow on The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> yes. Dan, keep putting that in the final cut. Just that. Uh, PBS PSA sound. I'll try. <laughs> what, you think Daniel's going to cut part of this out? No, we're getting the full butt chug on this. Final cut as in final edit, so, yeah. Yeah. I have to check on the licensing status of that sound. I feel like it would just be like right. that sound you get in PowerPoint when you do like the transition mm -hmm. slide, where it just like mm -hmm. wipes across the screen. Could be. So... Who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Alex. Golly gee, Williger's Batman. So uh, after we took a nap, we decided, hey, let's not live in this weird flesh cave. Let's not. So we went to go climb up the rope again. We're like, hey, Dilly's the worst at climbing. Let's make a skill sandwich so we can both help Dilly climb the rope. Chacha made it up the rope fine. Dilly made it up the rope fine. And then Nyx tried to get up the rope. And I guess it was like the compensating for like eating a human being just threw off her balance. And she fell and impaled herself on a tooth rock, which is like confirmed it is a tooth, not just a rock. And this cavern does not have good dental hygiene, which we cannot express enough listeners. Take care of your teeth. There's no shame in losing them, but try and prevent any gum disease you can. Because I have a story I can tell at the next Ask Me Anything. If people want to know 
my family's history with not taking care of their teeth. Anyway. <laughs> Another more you know sound <laughs> effect right there. <laughs> I don't want to hear that story. It's not as bad as you think it is. So anyway, we were like, oh no, Nick's got up the rope after Dilly helped get the grappling hook attached. So that was a good. But then it was discovered, hey, um, you might get the gingivitis of the shoulder. So let's just do a- another emergency surgery. But we got to see Nick's tattoo. So that was the bonus Jonas right there. So, oh, I forgot. We mutated Dilly. Yeah, we did. I almost forgot that. Dilly volunteered. I I want to make that clear. Dilly volunteered for this mutation. It was not forced upon Dilly through peer pressure. And he got a good one, too. So nobody can be angry with me. (laughs) He got dark vision. So he can see in the dark and he can see the full spectrum of color in the dark. Mm -hmm. So, heck yeah. Dark vision plus. Mm hmm. That upgraded one. So then we decided to break in and go back to the village. Dilly learned how to salvage all of the IO and mechanical components from Chacha's body, should she happen to find herself a corpse, which is useful. It's useful. If Nyx doesn't eat Chacha first. True. Oh, shit. This is going to be like a battle of the titans when Chacha dies. Who's going to get to that corpse it's first? It's not going to be a battle. It's, <laughs> it's, Nick, it's Nyx versus Dilly. Are you kidding me? I mean, you Nyx don't know what happens. Dilly up and to, like, throw him. Between now and then, Dilly could get, like, super powerful or something if Samson would stop spending all of his XP on stuff. God. Come on, Samson. Come on. <laughs> I have eight XP I haven't spent yet. So. Oh, listeners, please remember... That Daniel may gave Samson an XP for something, and we don't know what it is. But I think it it might be that spoiler from like I'll get to later. And also, yeah, yep. Daniel made me roll a d twenty, and I don't know why, and I'm very concerned. Listeners, I'm concerned. Yep. So then we went to the village, reported to Vlad that hey, don't worry about it. We fixed everything. For some reason, he was super ungrateful. Like he was just like. Why are you making Chacha more powerful? That's not safe. And they're just like, eh, stop complaining. We fixed your problem. Eh, you're being a party pooper. Eh. And we tried to go help the Hendersons. And then we realized um, we it is currently not in our abilities to help them, unfortunately. And Chacha learned that when she gets angry, if she touches somebody, she'll probably randomly mutate them. But we're going to buy her some fancy pot holders, so don't worry, listeners. <laughs> pot holders? And, yeah. <laughs> She's going to have, like, the oven mitt pot holders. Uh, just for the front of the, yeah, the finger and thumb one. Yeah, little grabby ones. That don't cover, like, the back of her hands. Yeah. Just those little, like, dinosaur puppets. Yeah. Where are your yeah. puppets? Right. Oh, my God, where are my puppets? Those probably had to be discarded a while ago because they smelled bad. Yeah, because I don't think Nick's ever finished hollowing out any scorps for Cha-Cha. I think that Cha-Cha should just, though, buy the oven mitts, put little, like, googly eyes on them. Oh, yeah. We're we're doing shopping soon, listeners. 
there was what one installation that would make real googly eyes too. <gasps> oh yeah, there was that machine that made googly eyes on the rocks. Pretty sure Nick sold all the googly eyes. Yeah, but we could go back to those ruins and get the googly eyes. Yeah, but um, Chasha has to get the like hunting mittens where the finger is also separate. <gasps> oh, otherwise, yeah. I can shoot your pew pew gun. Oh, those lobster claw things. True. I don't think so, Samson. Aren't they called lobster oh. gloves? Because it's, like, <laughs> it, it's like finger thumb. That'd be odd because that's not how lobster hands work. It's they don't work. That's I'm not the marketer. I, mean, I don't know. What, I don't know why they're called that. All right, I'm gonna look up lobster hands. See what I get. Um, that might be bad. Save search that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there was an American horror story that involved lobster, lobster hands, hands. So be careful. Anyway, back to this, listeners. So when we were oh, walking yeah. back to the village after, unfortunately, not helping the Hendersons, just magicking an arm away. Oopsie doodle, poople swoople. Jilly was itching a bug bite, and when Jilly looked, he he had synth underneath his skin, which is what I think. Daniel used his intrusion for. That is my theory, listeners. That is my theory. And that's what I remember. Okay. They do call them lobster gloves. Weird. So, yeah, you guys are on your way back to town. You're maybe five minutes away from the outside of town. And next you've noticed that Dilly's been scratching and Dilly, you've looked down and seen a synth beneath the skin in your elbow. Uh, seeing synth below his skin, Dilly stops. And then that um, that Mac like uh, loading circle <laughs> dot thing appears above his head, mm-hmm. and he's just kind of stuck there for a few minutes. What did Nixon Chacha do during those few minutes? Nix walks over to Dilly and just like looks at what he's looking at. I think Chacha does too, and she tries not to touch anything. Yeah. So you see that Dilly has been staring at the inside of his left elbow. There is a bit of place where he has like basically scraped away the skin. There's sort of like a bloody opening there, and underneath you can see the distinctive gleam of synth. Oh yeah, that'll throw Dilly for a loop. And that appears to be what he's staring at. I mean, this wasn't me, right? Like I did the eyes, not the skin, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, seems like, yeah. No, Chacha, probably not. I mean. Do we peel more skin away so we can see if there's more synth? I think, uh, honestly, Chacha, that we should kind of let Dilly just handle this one himself. Like, he might be happy. He kind of likes synth. But, like, he's frozen. Do we, like, push some buttons, like, control, delete, or... Uh, I... What? I don't know. Like, I read it in a manual somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) This is nano jargon. (laughs) Dilly, it's at this point that you kind of like jar into awareness that your friends are standing right next to you and talking. Am I a cipher now? I mean, I'm an artifact, so is it really that bad? And I'm a snake, so like, Dilly. Join the club! I told you (laughs) to get on our level, and I cannot believe you're doing it. One of us. One of us. Right. This is what you two are doing, so it's probably going to be fine. I mean, maybe. I'll... I'll probably stop scratching, though. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get him some oven mitts, too. Yeah, and I would, like, recommend closely monitoring that dilly, because if there's one thing I learned about ignoring the snake bite on my hand for, like, an extended period of time, uh, it's that you really should get these things checked out. 
I mean, it turned out fine in the end, right? Oh, yeah. So far, so good. I can bite people. I can eat people. Like, I can tell when things are warm. I can tell when things are cold. Like, there's like a whole lot. Was that the snake bite or when you ate that snake thing? The snake bite happened first, Dilly. No, yeah, but that was because of the snake brooch. But then you ate the snake brooch and then you started getting like snake powers. No, Dilly, because like things started to get weird before. Nick, give me a three perception roll. I mean, a strong chance of that. Nine. You were very aware of Hubert scrabbling frantically in Chacha's pocket. Damn it. <laughs> what about his villain origin story? Shoot, Dilly, what was I what was I saying? Uh oh, monitor that shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, you good? Kinda a little bit of drool on the side of your mouth. It's kinda Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm fine, Dilly. Um, like I said, things are weird for me now, you know, and, and things are probably also gonna be weird for you. Oh, right. I remember what we were talking about. It's not the same image that, that Nix is saying all of this, like with her mouth like half distended down <laughs> her face. Like she's <laughs> drooling. But yeah, no, I started to transform from the snake bite dilly before I ate the snake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I think I still have more processing to do, but I am functional. So I guess we should continue on, get Chacha some oven mitts. Get you some oven mitts. Scratching isn't good, leads to infection. I think I just need long sleeves. I. Now that I know what this is, like, or, yeah, now I know it's not a bug bite. I think I'll, I think I can hands off. Honestly, maybe we should open you up. Yeah, surgery. Nope, nope, we're not doing that. We're not doing that Just, again. like, peel back a little bit of the skin. See what happens. Nick's your part, Snake. How do you deal with, uh, <laughs> molting? Do you molt? Do you shed? You shed. That's what snakes do. What? Snake shed. Snake shed, right? In <laughs> the ninth world. Snakes will do that. Dilly, I am snake-like. I am not a snake. You don't shed? No. I mean, my dandruff got a little bit bad on the road, but like... All right. As she says that, by the way, Dilly, there are two, like, batches of her hair follicles that seem to point out in your direction when she says that. <laughs> As it will pose the rest of her hair. Um, are you doing that on purpose? <laughs> Dilly kind of, like, Hands around uh, Nyx. See if the hairs follow him. Mm -hmm. And Nyx goes, wait, is it doing something, Dilly? Is it? Because I've been trying to, like, control it. It's it's pointing at me. It does follow you as you move, Dilly. Chacha, do you see this? Do you see this happening? Uh, I mean, maybe the wind's just really selective today. What? I mean, nature is a living being that I ate. Maybe someone ate wind nature. Um, anybody we know? I believe you that probably happened, but does that think it happened nearby? Maybe Vlad did it. Chacha, you're spiraling. You're spiraling. Next, why do you keep looking at her uh, pockets? You know why I'm looking at her pocket. Like, no, don't. That's why I asked. What do you mean? That's where, uh, yeah, that is where, uh, Hubert, uh, Hubert, whatever is, you know, the mouse with the antlers. Mm -hmm. I always know where he is. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, wouldn't you want to know where he always is? Yeah, but like, you know, I don't want to eat Hubert. But if I didn't know Hubert, I would probably eat him. Yeah. <laughs> Stace, give me a 
social roll. So you're specialized, so it's a plus six or whatever you roll. Uh, 13. Okay. Cha-Cha and Dilly, please give me a social or detecting deception roll. Is Nix lying? I get there. I get there. All right. <laughs> a 13. Uh, free level of effort gives me a plus three, right? Mm-hmm. I got a 13. Seven. Nice. Okay. I believe you, yeah. <laughs> With your bel- Yeah, Dilly believes you, Cha-Cha. Nix definitely wants to eat you there. Like, she's resisting because of your friendship, but she wants to eat you there so bad. Like, it's not. That part is a lie. But Nix is resisting because she doesn't want to eat Hubert because he's Chacha's. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nix, if you eat him, you have to replace him. So you got to find something you won't eat if you eat before you eat him. What? No, Chacha, I need you to not be okay with me eating Hubert or I am going to eat Hubert. Like, And Nix, you already did say that you wouldn't eat Hubert. And, and that is a traveler giving their word. Oh, yeah, Trasha, sorry. It doesn't really kind of matter what you would let me do or not. I promised I wouldn't eat, uh, eat Hubert, so. Oh, okay, good. Because, like, I have, like, this whole origin story planned for him. You planned an origin story? Yeah, like, maybe one day we're just, like, walking in the woods and bam, he accidentally mutates, becoming giant, and he has to go on a quest. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but like, imagine it. It would be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? You could barely control your mutation powers. I, I know. That's why it's like, it ha- I haven't tried it yet. If I could guarantee like this happened, it would have already happened. We would have started that side story. Yeah, you guys reached the edge of town. To the shopping district, yeah. Yeah, let's get let's get some gloves. Maybe some fancy jorts. So they have gloves, some plain gloves. They don't have much in terms of like clothing options because this is a village. Most people maintain their own clothes and pass them down. Mm-hmm. There's some very basic like, you know, jackets and things like that, but not much in the way of sort of standard clothing to wear underneath a jacket and gloves. Of course, they've got gloves, worker gloves. The worker gloves appear to be sort of the prize part of the stuff because it's probably the something that requires more skill to do right. Do they have any child size working gloves for all of that child labor? I would say child labor is probably a fact of life around here. So, yeah. I was just worried we'd have oversized gloves and then they would, they would just like... Oh, GM intrusion, your glove flies off in your rage and you touch people. It would be more subtle, like there's a hole in your glove that you didn't notice. Because mm, they're too big. Both of those sound unlikely. Um, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Gloves you guys could get, or, I mean, things are more expensive here because it's so hard to come by them if you're not going to make them yourselves. So, you know... A pair of gloves would be two shins. Uh, is there any place that sells just like fabric, like just the raw fabric bolts? Are they called bolts of fabric? Yes, bolts of fabric. Yeah, it's not so much a designated shop. Usually the shop that actually like sells items does most of the purchasing from there. But I would say there is 
a place where they're producing that fabric as best they can, what they have available. They don't have a lot of fancy fabric. If you go there, and so they're used to selling in bulk. So they would be looking for like six shins for a rather large bolt of this fabric, or 15 shins if you're looking for a huge bolt of this, like essentially this leather. And these bolts of fabric are huge. They're they're way more than you need. They're like the kinds of things that you a bolt is almost enough to you would get enough of that fabric to like completely dress a single person as opposed to simply making one item of clothing. I need clothes, so like get that. I can I can pay for that. Oh yeah, no, I can pay uh I can pay seven shins, yeah. Was it eight shins? No, I only have seven shins, Dilly, but like I'll use them all. Okay. Uh here, I'm just going to give you like 20 shins just so you can have that in case of an emergency. Oh, thanks. So this is for me or are you depositing it? I'm depositing it and for your usage. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to open an account then. <laughs> I don't have a social security number, so is that fine? Oh, no, this is your account, Dilly, and Nick holds up like one of the bags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> While we're shopping, Dilly's also going to keep an eye out for like a right shop or a right workspace if this village has one there is no right here there is a blacksmith who handles like a lot of the stuff and they they're decent at crafting stuff but they don't have any particular knowledge of numenera <laughs> as we were passing by did they seem like they had tools that dilly can make use of in the capacity of a right the tools themselves are of lower quality than what you're used to but one thing that you notice is that they have a very fine workbench with some excellent clamps. Ooh, some nice clamps. Oh, yeah. Cha-Cha did buy gloves. Okay. Unless we're going to, like, fun trap this thing and have, like, matching outfits. <laughs> we'll save that for, like, tier five or tier six. When, when we come yeah. up with a group name. We're about to fight the big bad. Oh, yeah. And we have a group dance. And we perform at the talent show and then flee the country. Aren't we the explorers? Isn't that our name? No. <laughs> I don't think you guys have named yourselves yet. Yeah. Sorry. That's actually a good thing for you guys to consider. You know, not just for your characters, but also <clears throat> branding wise. What? It's baby packing friends. Thank you very much. Hmm. Yeah, we have this bolt of leather that we've definitely paid for because. Oh, yeah. Can you make clothes, though, Dilly? I mean, I can, I can do some stuff. And she, Chacha shows off her fancy little romper that she made from that coat. Yeah, I think Chacha might be better. I can make very utilitarian. I can make what is technically considered clothing, but it, it wouldn't be fashionable. Oh, that's okay, Dilly. Like, I don't what. Not about fashion. I just need it to cover like the important parts. Oh, okay. Um, so as not to scandalize, you know, the public. But Chacha, like, honestly. That romper's legit, so. I know. Like, do you want, like, a fancy jort situation? No, I don't want a jort, mostly because, like, I don't, I kind of want to cover up this leg. Like, because I feel like it would attract attention, you know? You can have asymmetrical pants. One full pants, one short. I like where your head's at, Cha-Cha. <laughs> but I, I really would prefer full-length pants for, like, walking through the woods reasons. Oh, can you also give her, like, 
like zip off around the pants. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So versatile. Daniel, what kind of role is it to make rip off pants? Like cutaway pants? It's gonna be a crafting role of some sort, yeah. I may need your help. <laughs> D- yeah, Dilly will help. <laughs> crafting numenera is not gonna help with tailoring. Damn it. <laughs> but I feel like Dilly could help with the crafting. But you're not hindered in t- tailoring, you know? That's true. No, it's not gonna hinder him. Yeah, he can assist, with the zippers. He's just gonna be able to do a normal Ooh, assist. or the little do we wanna do snaps? Actually snaps make more sound. I just thought of something. We should probably uh go talk to Vlad before we um we should probably talk to Vlad before we do this. And maybe we could just do this in like the room at the end or something. Oh yeah, we should probably take a nap or sleep. <sighs> Vlad just kinda has like that vi- like a bad vibe, man. Like, but sure. He didn't provide good hold music in the bubble. He just seems embittered. And Chacha, it does occur to you that it is evening and you are supposed to perform in the end. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, I have to go earn oh, my yeah. per- portion of that door. Right. Yes. <laughs> Tilly's just not even going to argue with that. Okay. So, Chacha, you run in. The bartender looks at you kind of harried and like motions towards a little riser at one corner of the room. Oh, okay. Everybody, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to tell you the up-and-coming adventure of Hubert, the giant-sized mouse who will go on a quest. And, like, it's going to be weird. Okay. While she's doing that, Dilly's going to go find Vlad. Okay. So, Chasha, give me a performance-based roll of 12. Cirque Soleil. That will help. Yep. So that brings us down to a 9. It'll be intellect if you want to add effort to it. 16. My pools aren't good enough right now. <laughs> okay. So you are going to have a successful performance about Hubert. What is the story of Hubert? Um, how Hubert was living in the forest, a blind giant mouse with antlers, and through a misunderstanding, accidentally harmed a guard and had to go on this epic quest to find a cup, a coin, and a spear. Mm. And just, you know, the vague adventures of on the way, you know, maybe he'll meet some interesting people, maybe, I don't know, get lost in a weird giant worm, maybe give birth. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. The crowd is oddly into it. Like, it's been a while since they've encountered something so avant-garde as to, you know, sort of end in alternatives as opposed to a distinctive ending. So... The crowd is into it. They they enjoy it. They're they're very happy. You're gonna earn seven shins tonight. Pays for the gloves. And then while Cha Cha was performing, I can't remember if it was Samson or Stace said there was something they wanted to do in the meantime. Yeah, Dilly was probably right behind Cha Cha and went to go find Vlad. Okay, so you went over to find Vlad. He's in the corner. He looks at you and says, Well, how did it go with the Hendersons? Uh not great. Um, it seems that, uh, baby pack over there can only, um, give, she can't take. And it seems that what she can give is random. Damn it. That's a problem. Yeah. He looks at you and he looks at Nick and says, suggestions. We got her gloves. Seems to be a skin to skin contact thing. So 
I mean, uh, yeah, at this point, my only suggestion would be like maybe Dilly could make a some sort of cipher that could do something. I don't know. It's like harden their insides. I, some I don't know. Like harden their insides. And then Dilly just kind of like drifts off into thought like, what? Can I do that? But like Dilly would kind of need a workspace and some like tools and some materials. So like, I don't know if the Guardians have any of that stuff on hand. Dilly perks back up. Uh, do you? Well, if we were, yeah, one of our fortresses, sure. Well, we can't bring a contractor to one of those. Okay, so yeah, Dilly, I guess, like... Mm-hmm. See, like, how do they sense the scent, though, too, right? Like... With the Hendersons, you mean? Yeah. Oh, right. Uh-huh. I mean, I could try crafting, like, edible synth? Like, if, if I found a way to, like, melt the synth down and then, like, I don't even know what the material would be, but like mix in some sort something softer for sure, but something that would um dilute it maybe? Or at least spread it out enough that they could eat the synth, get whatever nutritional value they think they're getting, but they're not like destroying their bodies. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could have like you put like flakes of synth and like uh like some nice alcohol or liquor, you know? <laughs> nice synth liqueur. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. if we could find no. yeah edible scent, Dilly. Yeah, it's so smart. I would need I would need to do some research because that's definitely not something I've ever done before. Yeah, I mean, re- okay. Like, what do you need? You have a book, right? Or... I have I have one book. Blather doesn't happen to be a library in town here. No. Yeah, stupid question. Um, do you have any books, uh, Vlad, or cookbooks, crafting books? Uh, no, I don't carry anything like that with me. Yeah, I'm not really a reader either, so I totally get it. When Race gets back, he should be able. He might have something, but okay. What is Race's deal? What's he like? Mix gives Dilly like the weirdest look. <laughs> what? I'm just asking. <laughs> so he looks at you and says, "Honestly, he's relatively new as well. He came to us." relatively recently within the last six months, but he's had a rough go of it. Honestly, I suspect that they assigned you to me because they suspected he wouldn't last much longer. Rough go of it, like he's been failing missions, that kind of thing? At this point, that the door to the tavern opens that Nyx knows the history of. Yes. And in walks a man in a cloak. He's about... 25. He's got long, dark hair. Kind of like how like they used to draw black hair in the comic books, but there's only shades of blue mm-hmm. in it. And he kind of comes in in these loose robes and looks at the rest of you, then kind of impatiently like moves into a spot on the booth and says, I think I found it, Vlad. And Vlad raises a hand and says... Do you see how we have other people here right now that you don't know who they are? (laughs) Shut up for now. And he uh, turns to the rest of you and says, allow me to introduce my companion here. This is Race Caliph. He's also a new guardian to our order. And Race, this sort of broken nano who tries his best. (laughs) Waves at each of you. We love him. (laughs) We're going to fix him. He's going to turn on us 
one point, but oh. we're gonna fix him. Don't say such slander against our baby. <laughs> He's gonna be tempted by whatever evil artifact we deal with in the future, and we're gonna have to kill him. We're all gonna cry. Hi, um, I'm Dilly, but I'm going by Bork at the moment. So, hi, I'm Bork. Oh, nice, nice to meet. You. Why do you need an alias? <laughs> Probably best that you don't know that. It's because we're wanted by the queen. Yeah. Oh, in a criminal organization. Uh, two criminal organizations. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I. You asked. So. But uh. Hello. Hi. And he looks at Vlad, and Vlad just says to him, "They know what the door is, and they have a contractor." And Vlad kind of flicks his gaze up to the stage and Race looks over and nods and looks back at the rest of you and says, well, I guess welcome to the club. Thanks. Race kind of coughs into his hand and moves his hand inside his cloak. Uh, Dilly, weren't you going to, like, talk to this high race about this guy about, like, uh, edible scents? Yeah, um... We're, uh, we, we, we're trying to help uh, the Hendersons just out of town. Um, one of the things we're thinking maybe was like trying to melt down scent and like mixing it with something to like make it more palatable. Do you have any uh, thoughts on where that we could even start with that? That would at least make it easier on their bodies to ingest it. I mean, it would still be potentially problematic from a contamination standpoint, but it's a possibility. Yeah. It's not perfect, but at least keep them from suffering for a little bit longer. They don't have a lot of options for grain around here in the mountains. It's mostly vegetables and meat, but you might be able to find something that you could use to mix the synth into. Okay. Maybe go to the blacksmith and, like, pulverize the synth there so it's a little more of a powder. Might be easier to work with. That's possible. Okay. I don't know the smith personally, but I hear she's a good person. Good. That's good. Yeah. So how was your day? This is a little bit, like, strained, but that's cool. We just met each other. Like, it's going to take us a minute. Vlad's kind of grumpy. Race, you seem quiet. So, like, Dilly's Dilly, so it's going to take us a minute to really settle in. <laughs> what? What You're awkward, Dilly. <laughs> oh. Race coughs again into his hand and says, Sorry, I just thought I had to wait until you guys were done until I could make my report. Yeah, that is kind of what it sounded like. So I think you're spot on there. Yeah. Are, are you okay? Kind of have a bit of a cough. Uh, it's it's fine. It's, I've been dealing with it for a while. Anybody who wants to can make a perception roll six. Four. Two. Touch is performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys don't notice anything. It's really compelling. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. And Vlad says... Okay, well, go on ahead, Race. And Race says, yeah, so I found the tunnel down into the ruins. It's it's bigger than we thought. I got a little ways into it and knew I was in over my head. Like, it was, it was too hard to map. So I came back out. But at least, like, the entrance is there, and I think it's a solid lead. And Vlad looks at him and nods and says... All right. Well, maybe we should figure out a way to check that out. And Vla looks at the rest of you. Might be a good starting task for you. We initially came here on reports of 
a buried ruin that had thus far been undocumented. We're not sure if there's any real reason for concern, but, you know, if there are any highly dangerous artifacts inside, we would like to retrieve them. If not, then it's fine to just leave it be for others to make use of. Okay. So go in, explore around. Nothing seems dangerous, then we just leave it? Yeah, essentially. Right. Is there a standard for what's dangerous or what's okay to leave? I would say weapons of mass destruction or potential weapons of mass destruction. He kind of blinks for a moment and then he looks up at Cha-Cha performing and says, you know, eventual weapons of mass destruction. Those are issues. Yo, you kind of seem like you have a problem with Cha-Cha, which just doesn't seem fair because, like, you don't even know her. Um, I know we already know about her and the fact that she can now, if she gets upset, cause random mutations in any organic entity she touches. When you put it like that, it sounds bad, but, like, she bought gloves. (laughs) I know. That's why we're letting it lie. We're trusting you. But something like that is not, in the future, an acceptable thing to leave undealt with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. So, um, we got a little time to, like, make some clothes, develop edible scents before we go, or, like... Yeah, I mean, I would say it's ruined. It's not going to go anywhere. No, I could probably give you a few days to... Get yourselves prepared. Awesome. And is there a bootsmith here? Like, I didn't see one. Not really anybody that specializes in that. There's the general store sometimes has stuff like that, but most people either make their own because it's very expensive at the general store. Okay. I must have overlooked him. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Good to meet you. Uh, Race, Vlad, you're here. Nice to meet you. He coughs into his hand again. You got to get that checked out. You know what? Our contractor, she's got a little bit of, like, medical knowledge. She could probably help you. Yeah. Race shakes his head. No, no, no. It's it's fine. It's, I'm used to it. It's a cough I've had for a little while now. Is it contagious, though? Like, Did it start in the room? No, no. I had it before I got out here. Okay. He coughs again. Nick just gets up <laughs> and moves on. We'll sit there for a few seconds, just be like, uh, um, uh, I, uh, I guess I will go too. Have a good night. See you tomorrow. Okay, bye. <laughs> Dilly will very awkwardly, <laughs> like, get up and then, like, not know where he's going and then go get some food and then mm-hmm. get a room. Okay. Race and Vlad watch you for a while as you cross the room before they finally turn to each other. Cool. And... Chacha, it's about this time that your performance ends, and you can see Nix has already got a key to something and is heading upstairs, I would assume. And Dilly mm-hmm. is in the process of getting a room. Carlisle! Carlisle! Kurt, don't! What? Kurt, come back! Kurt, don't break line oh. of sight! <laughs> the bartender looks at you guys and says, um... We're very codependent, you know, like... Yeah. All right. Here's keys. Thank you. <laughs> I, I guess Chacha's going to walk up to them and be like, ready. Are you done? All right. Yeah. I told them the story of Hubert. 
and what an amazing person he will become. All right. But like a potential ending was he was going to die, but like, ah, that one seemed weird. Yeah. No, this is cool. You guys want to make me some clothes though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that'll seem like a fun thing to do while I'm watch. We, are we going to set a watch in the tavern? Do you think like, I mean, do you trust these people? I don't. I trust them enough to get like, try to get like a good night's sleep, cha-cha, like in a real bed. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. Real bed. Oh man. I'm excited. But yeah, let's uh, make you some clothes first. Do you want to, do you want pants first? Yeah. Get her some Jinko jeans and whatnot. No, no. I, you know, Chacha, I tried the baggy style for a while and it just like, it would get caught up when I was doing different moves. I would trip over it. You know, it just wasn't. Well, this is kind of a leathery material, so I don't. But like, if they were tearaways. I thought you got leather and cloth. A bolt of leather and a bolt of cloth. I think he only said he wanted to buy the leather. Great. I. <laughs> we can make this little harness contraption. I thought it was only the one material, so I can... I've always wanted, like, a, you know, leather coveralls. That sounds cool. No, better make it a two-piece, yeah, for ease of access. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, like, you never yeah, yeah, know yeah. what happens, yeah, yeah. like, when you have to pee in coveralls. Yeah. Could I have, like, a fringe? Cha-cha, do you, do you think you could pull off a fringe? A fringe where? I was at the shoulders or, like, across the chest? Yeah, I think that could be like a nice accentuation. I think that would, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, yeah. Make your kick seem more fluid and cool. Oh yeah, just little little streamers, you know. Measure me, cha cha. Okay, <laughs> all right. What the fuck kind of crafting roll is this going to be? <laughs> okay, so it's definitely not a crafting numenera roll. This is going to be a pure intellect task. Cha cha or Dilly could lead. The other will assist. So it will be, because the two of you are working together, it's probably a four-hour project instead of a full day to make these outfits. Being generous, assuming that you're not, like, experts doing very detailed work. Oh, two people can assist, right? So I think I would like Nyx to use Confident Outlook to be... Okay. Yeah, you could assist. You could assist without doing that, by the way. As long as you don't have an inability. Could I make it go faster? No. No, you can max of two assets. Very well. Okay. So whoever is leading this, it will be a roll of six intellect. Um, you want me to do it? Do it. Okay. I trust your luck better than mine. <laughs> Sixteen. That's some hella good fringe, though. Okay. Yeah, you've made a very good fringe on this outfit for Nyx. It's not like the best tailored clothes in the world, but that's not necessarily your specialty or anything like that so like circus the lake comes in handy nick slides her sling through the belt loops how's it feel pretty good guys like you can still kick super high nix does it the seams hold up nice yep all right nix just does 20 squats for no reason yeah the seams hold up fine your <laughs> toes get up to over dilly's forehead <laughs> that's not hard just that's not a hard thing to do <laughs> he's very short Maybe we should give up adventuring and become tailors. I wouldn't go that far, Cha-Cha, but, like, it's pretty good. I don't I don't want to be a tailor. I, eh. So, at this point, by the way, Billy, is just saying, I don't want to be a tailor. I need to follow up with you on something. When you were frozen in Timeland, you were working on ideas for Nix's leg. I was. And we established that you had built an effective diagram to use for planning. Yes. I don't 
only only a few minutes had passed while I was in the void, though, from Dilly's perspective. So I wasn't sure how far he got on that. Physically, that's how much time passed. Mentally, it was an hour for every six seconds. Damn. So Dilly was in there for like about a year or something? Essentially. Whoa. Okay. That's more than I thought. Okay. So I wanted to follow up with what's your plan for Nix's leg? And I would say that whatever you're planning, you're going to have a couple of assets on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mentally you had at least a year to work on it. Shit. I like that would have fucked Dilly up. Okay. Um, then yeah, he would definitely have a very detailed plan. Although he would need to make sure that those details were right. So yeah, I guess Dilly would turn to Nix and just be like, Hey, so um, are you cool with me making your leg better? Your robot leg, I mean, obviously. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Do I have to check some things real quick? Because I want to make sure that I have this. I have a plan for your leg right now so that if I screw anything up, I can walk back on it and I don't fuck up your leg completely. Basically, I want to make a plan for your leg as it is right now so that if something breaks, I can Dilly can recreate it and you can get your leg back. Mm. Smart. Sure, yeah. Uh, can you also, like, make me, like, a crutch? Ooh. Um, I think so. Yes. Do I have enough material for a crutch? Yeah, or maybe even a pair if necessary, because, like, that's a good point. If that leg breaks. Yeah. 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 Collapsible dilly, if you can, like, pull that off, that would be... Collapsible leg or crutches? Crutches dilly, like... I'm probably going to have to carry them, you know? All right, all right. Do you want them to be kind of like weapons? Like uh, whatever those, like batons. Like they're batons that you can kind of like collapse down into, or collapse out into crutches. You're the mechanical guy, Dilly. Like whatever you gotta. Okay. Yeah, I might be able to do something. Yeah, relatively simple. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Absolutely. I need a workspace though. Although I could probably do the crutches here. Those should be simple. Yeah, can I can I at least look at your leg? I'm not gonna add anything to it tonight. I'm just gonna make sure I have all the details I need. If I have to take it off, Dilly, I would like to have the crutches. Yeah. All right, crutches first. Gotcha. Yeah. Then I guess Dilly will start working on crutches that can collapse into effective batons. Ooh. Okay. So we'll start with the plan. So that'll be a six crafting numenera roll. Six crafting numenera. Got a free level of effort on that. I'll try my luck with this one. Six. Okay. You think you have a plan. It would probably take you a day to manufacture crutches. All right. And it would cost you two synth because you have to do all these interlocking synth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it would probably cost you at least one, at least one generic IO. One generic IO for the crutches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then yeah, that's what Dilly does before bedtime. Okay, so you've built you've built the plan for that. You know that it'll take you a day to build them, and I would say this that they are simple enough that it'll just be a gimme since you've already got your skills and tools and things like that. It's just the time that you'll spend working. Yep. Okay. So what do Nix and Chacha do this next day while Dilly is essentially? building crutches, collapsible crutches for Nyx. Get that 10-hour rest in, so we can reset our pools. You definitely got your 10-hour rest in, so you can roll up through your 10-hour and reset your recovery rolls. Well, Nyx doesn't go anywhere, because she doesn't have a disguise without Dilly. True. 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 
So, yeah, Nyx is in the room. She's, like, shadow fighting some stuff in the corner, ch- trying out new things with her leg. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say, Dilly, as you're working, and Cha-Cha, if you're still in the same room as mm-hmm. Nyx's uh, shadow box, you notice occasionally, involuntarily, her mouth opens extremely wide, showing her fang. Aw, cute. Oh, is there any leftover material? Yes, there is. Chat is going to make finger puppets with that. <laughs> okay. So give me a roll. It's an intellect-based roll of nine. Sixteen. They are decent. Okay. Yeah, you craft some decent finger puppets. They do not look like horrific leather golems. <laughs> too bad. I know. I was going to say, that's kind of too bad. Mm-hmm. So the day goes, and Dilly has constructed these crutches. Da, 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 da. Check it out. Hell yeah, Dilly. Sweet. Yeah, give me those. Yeah. Here you go. And then if you want to collapse them, just press this here, and they will shoop right up, and then you can just kind of baton around. Yeah, I probably will just keep them in my backpack, Dilly, because like, I don't really need weapons. All right. Yeah, it's fine. So, um, but yeah, I appreciate the thought and like, you could use it as a baton, but do you want to like take my leg now? Um, yeah, sure. Start working on a plan for this, for this guy. So what's the plan you're working on, Dilly? Um, I am basically just, Dilly is basically just, uh, again, writing down a plan of the leg as it is right now so that if something goes wrong, he can reconstruct it from this plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's fine. We can accept that, but. Skipping ahead, what is the plan that you're working on for real? <laughs> yes, the fun one. Um, so <laughs> basically, Dilly is working on what will effectively be a uh, upgrade to Nyx's sling. Let's see what I said earlier. The idea is that Nyx would be able to choose, like, if she wants to add extra range to whatever projectiles she may have, such as a little capsule full of her venom or a cipher, or if she uses this basically cannon-like thing that would be in her femur. If she uses it within short range, she does, like, an additional, like, two points of, like, impact damage on top of whatever the projectile does. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that is what Dilly is going for at the moment, a cannon railgun thing in her femur, so she could put a projectile in there and pop it off at somebody. Okay, so I would say that you have identified this plan You've confirmed it with Nyx's leg. You know that it is going to be a level 7 crafting human arrow. And you know that the process, assuming that you could spend a full 9 hours a day working on it, would take about a week. But it's doable. Does Dilly have to have the leg the entire time? Or could he like make the rocket or cannon component separate from the leg? And then he would need it at least for part of the time. Building the component probably takes up most of the week, but there would probably be a couple days of like making space in the leg and then installing it. Once Dilly is confident in this plan, he'll tell Nick's like, so this probably take about a week. I'm going to need the leg at significant parts of it. So probably don't want to start it before we go into whatever ruins that race found, but if we find a week after, if everything goes well after this ruins expedition, what do you think? Oh, yeah. No, it sounds like super cool, Dilly. And uh, yeah, I think you're right, because we should go like work on that 
edible scents before we leave probably is more like more important. Yeah. 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 Used to ruins as a place to hide if that goes wrong. Hopefully it doesn't, but it's just thought. Well, I didn't know. It's totally going to be like that. I don't know. All right. Okay, Jelly. So you're trying to make this edible synth. I assume both Cha-Cha and Nyx are helping you. Yeah. Nyx can't, right? Because she has the inability to all things Numenera. Oh. Yeah, Nyx can't. So just be Cha-Cha helping you. Right. So that brings it down to six. Right. Okay. Right. So what's the plan here? Um, Dilly's going to, I guess, try to grind the synth down into powder and then... Make synth powder, like the protein powder. Yeah, and then, like, mix it into what? Water. Water. Just start with water yeah. and see how that goes. Yeah. All right. Maybe chicken stock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make it more flavorful. And nutrients. Think river. Yeah. Make, like, uh, synth bouillon. Ooh. Um, yeah. All right. So, crafting, you said? Mm-hmm. All right. But not crafting Numenera. Just straight crafting. Cool. Crafting tools still apply? Sure. All right. Crafting tools on free level of edge, that's just a gimme, so... Okay. You've made what you think is edible synth. All right, so this is technically edible. Let's see if it's enough, I guess. Uh, how much synth did I spend making this? Not enough to really matter, because you couldn't shave off much and make this work. <laughs> right, okay. All right, you guys want to try this? See if this... Yeah, yep. Pieces the Hendersons? Let's go. Do you guys want to taste it? No, Dilly, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. I mean, a little, a little, yeah. Little, all right. Small spoonful. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't taste good. I mean, it's not bad. It just is like you've had dirt before, and you had to, and this is. It tastes like dirt. But do you feel sick? Do you feel? When was the last time you pooped? By the way, that's a good. Is ate that? Uh, you ate nature. Yeah. <laughs> you passed nature. I think like nature might be like gum, and once you eat it, it's with you forever. Just sitting in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Just taking up space. Uh, guys, like the Hendersons eating scent that's like making their... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's right. go do that. Let's go see how they do. So we go to the Hendersons. Okay. Go to the Hendersons. Takes you about an hour. You reach that same scent structure. And you still see that there are two people kind of crawling along the structure, hammering on it. There are three other bodies on the ground. <laughs> and they appear to have been torn in various places, revealing synth underneath their skin. Oh, fuck. Dilly, is this happening to you? Uh, is this happening? Does Dilly have a, a hunger? Dilly doesn't have any hunger for synth that he's aware of. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm going to go check on them. Can you get this soup to the Hendersons? I'm just going to check these dead bodies real quick. Nyx takes the soup mix and goes up to the two who are still alive. They try it. It seems to satisfy them. So, yeah. So all you got to do is you got to like shave a little bit off. You got to grind it up and then, yeah, soup. Soup. It solves things. So what can you like tell us about what happened to the tea? First of all, I'm so sorry, like, for your loss. But what happened to them? The synth started growing out of their bones, the spurs, and we couldn't help ourselves. We had to break it free. I need it. Oh. 
but some of the bone and the other things came with. Wait, what? What happened to them? Their bones turned into synth and started having bone spurs of synth, and their compatriots ate them. So until he goes over there, he just sees, like, partially cannibalized. He sees, like, broken bones that are, like, there are clearly spots where maybe you see fragments of synth, but those, most of it has been broken off of the bones. It appears to be, like, most of those spurs must have come from the elbows, knees, and hips. Dilly's going to, blocking the view from the living Henderson's, going to look at his elbow. See how that's going. Mm, good plan. It's not bleeding anymore, but there's still something under there. And has the skin around it kind of, I don't know, dried out, loosened up? Like, does it look like it's trying to fall off? It looks like a raw wound. Okay. All right. Cool. That's cool. Cool, 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 cool. Dilly covers up again. So... Uh, so, you think this... Dilly goes over to the others. Do you think this synth soup is going to be good for a while, at least? Makes the synth last longer. Keeps you from bleeding out your mouth. We don't know the other end, though. Yeah. But the mouth is okay. <laughs> What's the vibe? What's their reaction? Are they are they okay? I mean, they're, they're, the soup is good. It's It's satisfying. It doesn't mean that they can leave this in structure, but it seems to be helping. Dilly, can you show them how to, like, make that here? Yes, I can do that. Dilly shows them, with as simple tools as he can, like, how to make the synth powder that they can Mm. mix into nearly not just soup, but any other food that they might have. Okay. They seem to get it. Thank you. Maybe we can take turns harvesting versus preparing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what else to... I don't know how else to help you, I guess. Yeah, that kind of seems like about all that we can do, guys. Like, super sorry about that. Really wanted to help you out. Um, But yeah, you're kind of... This is a rough one, so... Well, thank you for the help that you've provided, at least. Is the guy with one arm alive or dead? He's still alive. Yeah, you're uh, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, for our help. Um, (laughs) We're going to go. We're going to be in town for, like, at least a little while, so if you need us, just leave a message at the tavern. Try our best. Yep, yeah. Okay, bye. We did enough here. We did enough. Yeah. Okay. So you guys head back to town. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a win, but it feels like we did our best. Yeah, we... I hate this feeling. We might have did our best, Dilly, but I don't know if we did the best. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> oh. I mean... No one died directly because of us. That's an improvement. Except for Packerest. Of the Hendersons. <laughs> of, of the Hendersons specifically, we have not had a direct... <laughs> right, we have not uh, sped up their impact. death. <laughs> and in fact, the guy who I accidentally took his arm is doing kind of fine. He really seems to have a good perspective on that, and I really admire that because sometimes, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's... Can everybody make me a perception roll, and it'll be a six. <laughs> oh, natural 20. Hell yeah. I got 13. I got a, I forgot how my app works. Um, 16. <laughs> okay. So... You all notice for sure that people in town are kind of moving about and they're kind of whispering to each other instead of talking openly. What would you propose as a major effect, Dilly? Major effect? 
Dilly hears a snippet of whatever they're talking about without getting too close to any of them. You hear him whisper to the other man walking like, other traveler at the edge of town. We've come for our children again. Hey, Nix, we might have an issue. We might need, I mean, I feel like we should stop it. Maybe. Nix, there's another traveler here. Oh, yeah. No, cool. Is it cool? Is it? Your face says it's maybe not as cool as it would be previously. Uh, well, the townsfolk, like, do not like us. So, yeah. Kind of worried about the traveler. They think that they're a cult. And, like, honestly, I should probably warn them. Yeah, to scoop. But, like, wouldn't that reveal yourself to be a traveler? And then they would be like, hey, who's this new traveler in town? I thought we were the travelers visiting this town to kidnap the children, so maybe we should investigate this traveler. And then, hey, maybe they're wanted by the queen. I could disguise Nyx as a traveler, but not use her face. And maybe Nyx could say like, hey, so I'm already here, so you can leave and go travel somewhere else. And then maybe do something like that. Like already recruiting here. I say like, let's... Go check it out. Go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. In disguises, though. Yes, we are disguised. Okay. So you guys go check it out, and sure enough, you see that there is a small gathering outside of town. There are some sort of tweenagers and teenagers out here that are talking, and you see a figure up there talking about, you know, being able to see all the world being able to learn everything that there is and to help people in the way that's the dream you know and that's what we're that's what we're all about is you know really helping those that we find and you know applying a technique of peace to everywhere that needs it everything is changed by us being there and the figure looks up and sees the three of you kind of moving in a view in the skies it's like oh new people Feel free to come over, have a seat. Let me tell you about things. You know, you can call me Hey You. <gasps> what are your names? And that's where we'll end this episode. I say, Shadow takes off her glove. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly, something about this episode. Dilly did a lot more crafting than he usually does. And successful crafting. Like, I wasn't sure if that edible synth soup was going to work or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that worked. I'm also glad that we have a an idea of what enhancing Nix's leg is going to look like. So yeah. I'm glad Dilly's really getting into his uh, right roots for the first time mm-hmm. in a long time. Very cool. Last time, I think, was the cart right before we got into that ship. And you didn't make that one cipher. Yep. Uh, the data vault, yeah. Don't sell Dilly short. He's he's using his skills to come into his own. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to try out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is my turn, and I will offer you all an XP to try out playing the board game Root, a game of woodland might and right. It's also available on iOS, Android, and Steam, a digital version of it. This game is adorable. It has the cutest art of all these woodland creatures, but it is a fucking brutal war game at the same time. You are either playing the industrial armies of the Marquis de Cat, the 
totalitarian regime of the Erie, which are these birds, which you kind of choose different leaders with different philosophies. The Woodland Alliance of foxes and mice trying to resist these empires in the forest. Or you can play the Vagabond, a faction that just wanders between like an adventurer for hire trying to help. So the thing I want to point out is that the game is based around whoever gets the 30 victory points wins. But every faction operates completely asynchronously in the strategy. The Marquita Cat gets their points from building things and crafting things. The Eerie gets it from crafting things or building roosts. But the birds, the way they function is it's like programming and that you have to say, I'm going to do this in this clearing every turn. And if you hit a point where you can't complete your programming, your leader is deposed and you have to choose a new one and you lose some points. The Woodland Alliance all works by spreading sympathy and crafting and some battle. And then you have like the Vagabond, which could be different types of animals, but their goal is to like help everybody, like basically be the one middleman helping every faction and building up points and completing quests. As a board game, it's really interesting because to get good at it, you have to not know just what your faction does, but how all the other factions work. It's really engaging in a way that I haven't found in a lot of strategy board games. I've been playing it once a week now with some of my local friends in the area over Zoom since we're still in quarantine. And I've been playing it a lot on my iPad, just against the AI, getting a feel for it. And it's fascinating how different interactions are so unpredictable, because since every faction operates differently, and you could be assigned any faction when you come into the game. So highly recommend it. It's I know it was also converted into an RPG because the factions are so well defined philosophically by Magpie Games, which means it's powered by the Apocalypse, which is not my favorite system, but it's there. But yeah, I highly recommend playing Root. The artwork on Root is adorable. And if you get the digital version of Root, it's especially cute. Like the animations of the battle scenes and, you know, if you're playing the Vagabond as a thief, which means that you're a raccoon, you make the cutest <laughs> little chirp every time you aid another faction. It's very cute. Like, it's, you know, you've got the cats, you've got the birds, you've got the foxes and mice, and you've got either like a raccoon vagabond or a beaver or a wolf or a possum or badger. It's, it's really good. I highly recommend the game. It's really well balanced and a fun strategy game that could also, I could easily see becoming a very brutal war game over the course of playing it with a group of people who know it. It sounds like Fern Gully, but Dune. Yeah. Yeah. That's very much like it. Yeah. It's a good game. I highly recommend it. And it supports asynchronous play. If we all wanted to play rude at some point. <laughs> also, the expansion has a lizard cult. Oh yeah. <laughs> and a, riverside like trading company made of otters <laughs> oh anyway if people wanted to reach out to us and tell us what they think of root if they've had a chance to play it or the podcast how would they do that samson well easiest way would be to go to explorerswanted.fm where they can find 
all our socials listed there for their uh, convenience. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. We also have a Discord, the link of which you can find at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. We're very active there. A lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool people. So that's a great place to come hang out with us. If also you have this insatiable need to give us money, you can do so at patreon.com slash explorers wanted, but only if it is within your means. But if it is within your means, give it to us. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. There are a number of benefits there. There are monthly character journals. There are for higher level baggers can help name NPCs. So, for example, a couple of the NPCs we're dealing with now came from our backers Ooh. as far as naming, as well as we have AMAs for our highest level backers where we produce a video mm-hmm. every other month for them to where we answer whatever they want to ask us. But honestly, the best thing that you could do for us if you like the show is to tell a friend and tell them why you like the show and why they should listen to it. The second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher. Those places make the biggest difference to people checking out our show to see if they want to start listening to it, all of that kind of stuff. So it makes a huge difference. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, I'd like to remind you that the Tooth Fairy is real. And she waits patiently with bloodied hands in the dark corners of every home. Her canines are long and sharp, but her molars are made of cold iron, the better to crush the things that she finds. And even without her touch, doors still open for her. And honestly, so will your mouth. If you'd like to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Tooth Fairy is just a minor bone demon. You can at me at Slam Potato. Anybody else reliving <laughs> Darkness Falls? At me at Realty Unicorn. Or we can probably discuss it on Twitch with T with the Unicorn. I don't know. Is that against TOS? Movie review, Darkness Falls? Not watching a movie, reviewing it. Reviewing is fine. Yeah. I don't think they bone in that movie, do they? Well, if they don't, then there's your review. Yeah. You should probably watch it before you review it, maybe. Oh, no, I've watched it several times, (laughs) and it temporarily reignited my fear of the dark when I was a kid. Good times. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's it for us. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye.